Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today, we continue into the off-season, trying to think what we're going to do for next year with sleepers this time, Jeff, which I think sleepers are my favorite episode now. Except I think deep sleeper. I even like deep sleepers better. We tried to. We don't try to make sleepers like ranked like twenty or the thirtieth. So what do we do here? Do we. I can't remember what I said. No. Top. You have to be forty or beyond at running back, right? On the current fantasy pros ranks, or fifty beyond at wide receiver, and then tight end can be like twenty or beyond quarterback the same. So we're trying to go deeper a little bit just to not get the same names. So. There, I mean, I probably could come up with a bunch, but we picked our top five, so we'll go over our top five here. And there might be a, I don't know, maybe one overlap. I think, I, I have a feeling, I'm going to predict that we're going to, I don't know your list yet, Jeff, but I'm going to predict one overlapping player. So I, other than that, I don't have a clue what you're going to do. So let's just start with the list. Let's start, go five to one. We'll start with your number five. See what you have. So at number five. I am actually, this is an unusual pick for me because I'm actually going tight end, which I, I'm going to guess you don't have one on your list. I do have one. Oh my gosh. Okay. At at number five. Okay. I did not see this coming. Anyway, number five. Yeah. I'm actually going where I believe the team, their best option is to double up on tight end. So they already have a dominant tight end and their other tight end showed out as a rookie and that's Dallas Goddard. Yeah. I really, really like this guy. He has got tremendous ball skills. He was wonderful in college. He showed up his rookie year, and I think, especially they, they had Golden Tate, they traded for him, they no longer have him. So you have Elshon. They did get to Deshaun, you know, Jackson, but I don't really care about him. You have Aguilar. They need to get that offense moving in the right direction again. Wentz is able to find Ertz whenever he wants. I really think that this could be a good time for them to incorporate him more into the offense, and he might be a sneaky tight end pick, especially in a, a place where it's you know difficult to get you know a, a solid tight end outside of the top seven or so. Yeah, I mean, shoot, if especially if Ertz were to go down, he all of a sudden defaults. Right, like, and and this is me saying, hey, I think he's going to have value even with Ertz, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. obviously if that happens, it's but, a whole different ball. Yeah, game. he's one of the few that can just jump up. We've seen we've seen other guys step in for injury and it never quite happened. Like, okay, like last year, Greg Olson goes down. Ian Thomas comes in and wasn't the same guy. Or Delaney Walker goes down and Jonu Smith didn't jump in. But this is a different story. Goddard will jump in and be just ridiculously good, I think. Right, yeah. And he, and just to give you an idea, his stat line, he did start eight games last year. He he was around for all 16, but he was a rookie. He takes a while for tight ends. Uh, he had 44 targets, caught 33 of those for 334 yards with four touchdowns. So obviously he started slow and he did, uh, you know, he showed showed up at the end of the year as well, which is always good to see them progressing. So that's why I picked Dallas Goddard yeah, at number like, five. I like, I like, I like Goddard, but I went with the, I went a different tight end here at number five. I actually had two players I was considering, but I went with the one who's probably a little bit of a safer pick. Um, I'll say my, my guy I didn't pick was actually Jake Butt. I, I, Dude, I okay, we could go on a whole yeah, other thing. I like Jake. I think he's at three ACL injuries though now. Yeah, he was one of my favorites so, before that, like third injury, that so second injury. He didn't really get it, get a shot, but I still he's more maybe like a deep sleeper type candidate, like even yeah. further on. But I, I that's one to watch. I, I think I think he's interesting. But I actually went I went with Mark Andrews from 
Baltimore. It's like, which tight end do you go? If, you, if one of them is going to step up from there, is it Andrews? Is it Hurst? I feel like it's going to be Andrews. And I like this numbers from last year, 34 catches, 552 yards. So 16.2 yards per catch for a tight end. Pretty good. And three touchdowns. I just, I think he, he looked pretty good. I think, I think he's going to be the better of the two, basically, at this point. And you got to throw the ball somewhere, I think, at some point, right? I mean, they're not going to throw it a lot. Lamar Jackson's not going to be just throwing the ball around everywhere, but I think when he does, he's going to throw to his tight end a little bit more. Yeah, and I, I think this guy Andrews really looked good towards the end of the year. So yeah, I, I like that pick. I personally, I like Hayden Hurst. Still, yeah, I don't think he got in the chance to yeah. really shine. But their wide receiving crew leaves a lot to de- be desired, yeah. and I I think with Lamar Jackson being able to run the way he can, you have Ingram in the backfield now. I think you could utilize a very different offense than what is the norm now with, you know, just these very tall, very fast wide receivers running all around. I think you could actually implement multiple tight ends in that offense and be okay. If they're both good, they're going to, they both could actually have definitely a value. I like Andrews. He's like 23rd currently. I think uh, Goddard 21st currently, but yeah, I really, I thought about putting Jake Butt there. I like uh, that's a, yeah, I think that's more of you want him to do well than (laughs) maybe we'll we'll do a deep sleeper episode. Maybe he'll show up there. All right. So those, Number five were tight ends for both of us. So who's your number four? Number four, I picked, <laughs> unbelievably, a Miami player, and his name is Albert Wilson. Okay. So he is a wide receiver that's been around the league. He was in Kansas City for a while. Last year, he was in Miami. He did really well for them, even though they were struggling, before he got hurt. So that was the big one. Uh, his numbers were were actually pretty good. He only played seven games. He had 26 receptions for 391 yards and four touchdowns. He was their big play guy. And especially with the way things are going in Miami, I think they have to shake it up. Obviously, you know, they still have players hanging around. You don't want to put Devontae Parker in Yeah, exactly. So mostly Parker. And he is a very big, talented guy that's never gotten it together. But I think Albert Wilson has a lot of upside because I think he can be that slot guy, that that uh, big play guy that they, you know, that they desperately need. I know you could say that Stills is that guy or, you know, Parker should be that guy, but they just really haven't been. So um, I liked what I saw last year. He got injured. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, the, I feel like this is you know, not to put him down or anything, but he is going to be almost 27 or turn 27 this year. I feel like it's his last hurrah. So I feel like this is where he really has to step up. Yeah, and it's somebody's gonna have to step up there, right? You think? I mean, Fitzpatrick's gonna throw the ball around, and I mean Wilson—he was showing some signs again. Then yeah, I got hurt. It feels like Devontae Parker doesn't have it in him. I no, I you know at the time I finally say there's no possible way he's yeah, gonna do he it because well, last year he had one game that was just phenomenal. It I was know. insane. I just can't trust the guy. But Wilson definitely has a shot. I think Parker's—is he? Parker's way down there too, isn't he? Rankings wise, they're both down there. Yeah, they're both down and there. I miss. I never buy into Kenny Stills. I don't know. I don't either. I know people hate that when we I just diss don't. on Stills. He's I, he's fine. He's a he's a good player. He's just yeah, not just fantasy relevant not, for me. Yeah, not for me. Maybe it's Mike. Uh, what's Gasecki? Maybe the tight end will do something. But someone's gonna get some points here at wide receiver. They have to. They just have to. I feel like. So Wilson Wilson's an interesting pick. I don't know how I feel about that one. You have to sleep on that one. It's a strange one. I think it would be no, more looking, apparent he, he if looking, he didn't get injured. Yeah, he was he was showing some signs there that he could be pretty decent. And then, oh, God, I just I still I, 
I just hold out hope on Parker. I just do. I still do. That, I mean, that'll be a, a that's a game changer for the Dolphins if they can finally get him playing. So I'll say my number four. I went with another wide receiver. I went with Traquan Smith, who started to show some good signs last year with mainly one game of ten for one fifty seven the touchdown. <laughs> yeah. Just looked ridiculously good, and then he went after he followed up that that game with two games of one target apiece for no catches. So. But that game was ridiculous. He was really, really good. And he also earlier in the year had a three for 111 and two touchdown game. So he had those brief flashes, those two games, just briefly flashed. And, you know, I, I liked him last year. He was my deep sleeper of the year pick. Remember that at the beginning of last year. And, you know, I'll take a 10 for 157 for touchdown. One game's all I need to say that was a good pick. So I'm going to, I'm, I'm increasing him a level this year put him on my sleeper. I think any player playing with Drew Brees should be good. And th- this is the thing with that. Who they, they signed on. Um, what's his name? Latavius Murray running back to take going for Ingram. I just don't know if it's still going to be as much of a, they're still going to be a ground. They're going to run the ball out, but it's, I don't think they're going to go crazy like they did two years ago, which really skewed it where people thought it was going to be running, but Kamara's still going to get his, but they're going to, they're, they're going to pass the ball. I think Trayvon's going to get some. So he's, I think in the 50, let's see here. Where's Trey Clansman? 67th right now ranking. So he's down there quite a ways. Yeah, I like that. He's a talented young wide receiver. Yeah. See if he steps up this yeah. year. He has a big range of, he's one spot ahead of Albert Wilson currently. Oh, okay. Wilson 68th, Trey 67th. So not bad for our fourth pick. We picked guys right next to each other. Traquan has a range of 37 to 72 on Fantasy Pros. People have him all the way up to 37. That's pushing it a little bit. Albert Wilson's range is 45 to 83. So. Not, not bad. So that's it. That's my number four. So who's your number three? Number three. I <laughs> it I did not want it to go this way, but I actually ended up being another Miami player, which I hate Miami's offense, but you got to find them where you can. And all these guys are being, you know, they're just, mm-hmm. you know, buried right now. And this is going to be the backup running back. Yeah, that's not a bad one. Yeah, so... And I always butcher his name. Do you know how to pronounce his name? Ballage? Uh, Ballage? Is it, is it Ballage? No, I, Ballage? I, no, I have no idea. I'm just, I, 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 he hasn't done enough for me to hear him. I know. I know so bad. I should know it. But uh, So he's a big, big running back in this. Kalen Ballage, Ballage, however you say it. Yeah. And really my feeling about this one is more of a value pick because he comes in at 58th uh, ranked running back right now. He's going to be the number two. Gore moved on. And last year, Gore had over 100 carries. He got a lot of work. Yep. And I, I just truly don't think that this is going to be one of these situations where it's a, uh, you know, kind of a primetime running back situation. I think that yep. they're going to share the ball. They did last year. I mean, him and Gore. I mean, I don't think Drake's going to get it. Oh. Yeah. And my biggest fear about him is I don't know if he's necessarily a uh, – like a disciplined player. I don't know if he's going to get in trouble with, you know, pass coverage or fumbling things of that nature. I know that he had a little issue with that uh, last year, but he is a big talented back. He's relatively fast for his size and he was able to break off some really good runs and he is much bigger than their other running back. They, they have going right now. So I think that he could get some goal line work, but then again, you know, I don't think Gore scored a touchdown last year, and he he's usually okay around the goal line as well. So, you know, there's a lot to be kind of waiting and find out there. But I really like that value pick right there. Yeah, that's a he. I didn't. I kind of consider him. I was looking for a running back, and typically, it's probably where we're putting players. It's going to be a backup currently, 
And I think he's one of the better ones because Drake did not have a stranglehold in that job last year. And he definitely could be overtaken. So I, I think that's a pretty solid one. But I went with the same kind of philosophy and went with a running back here too. So we so far our list feels like we did it. <laughs> we followed the same pattern. My number three is also a running back. It's also a backup running back. I went with Ito Smith, who is now the clear number two in Atlanta with Tevin Coleman gone. And it's again, it's well they same kind of thing. Like Miami, Drake wasn't the main guy. The other guy left, and you feel like they're probably just going to bring somebody else in and do the same kind of thing. And I feel like that's going to happen in Atlanta too. It's always kind of been two guys. Now Freeman's coming off basically a lost year from injury, so we don't know what he's going to be. And I think Edo Smith's going to kind of step in and become, he's going to have like a split workload in a way. And if, you know, if um, Freeman was to go down again, Edo Smith's going to get quite a bit of work. I, okay. Not, I don't know how great of a player he is. He didn't, he showed some signs last year. He could be good. It's more might be that this guy's a sleeper to get some work and could be good. I, we need to see more from him to see if he's actually any good. But he has a shot. I think he's going into a position where he should get a lot of work or, you know, more than most guys at this point in the, you know, the rankings. So I'll go with Ito Smith. That's my only running back on the list. He's my only one. I only had one as well. Yeah, so let's see some other guys. I mean, I guess you could consider in that range. There's not really a lot of them. I mean, do you really like? I can't throw De- Deontay Foreman again. I can't talk about him anymore. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he's kind of one of the ones that I really wish well, and I want him do. Yeah. I wanted him to do he, it, but it, dude, that Achilles is a rough one to come back, and he was not exactly lightning in a bottle before yeah. that. One player though who was interesting to me is Mike Davis at 63 for the Bears, because Jordan Howard's gone. Who is who? I mean. Other than Tariq Cohen, are they going to draft somebody? Is that the I, is that I, the idea? No idea what they're what they're going to be doing. I mean, Tariq Cohen, he's not an every down back. No, at all. I think they'll use him a little bit more. I really use, like they're, him. They're going to use him a lot. But, but I agree with you. Mike Davis is the he's the main. He's the Jordan Howard, and he's ranked currently sixty third. So I think there's some updating to do with people's ranks right now. Mike Davis is, I think, one to watch out for too. So, yeah, I guess people are probably waiting to see what happens after the draft, where he should go. So that was our number three. So who do you have at number two? Number two is a <laughs> is a return. Oh, here we go. So he returns to my list. Uh, I don't. I won't necessarily say I was wrong. I think that he was on the right track, and he'll probably show up on a lot of people's now. But um, it's Geronimo Allison. Uh, give him one more year. <laughs> I saw his name and I thought yeah, <laughs> it's unfortunate really. I mean, right now he's uh ranked as the fifty second wide receiver. He started off pretty solid. He he only played five games before he had an injury that pretty much cost him the rest of the year. He had twenty receptions, three hundred yards, two touchdowns. He he just looked really solid. He was gonna be the Green Bay number two. Obviously with Aaron Rodgers, that is, you know, that's just solid gold. So you know, I feel less secure about it than I did last year because now you have two young guys uh, that, you know, are finally have a year under their belt. Maybe they made strides. They didn't really look that great last year. You know, they had each of them had a moment. So I think Dren Wilson is still the guy that will wrap up that number two spot. But a lot can change about this one. It's just he's in such a good position. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, it's good. I saw his name again. I'm looking through the rankings and I'm thinking maybe I should put him there, but I just couldn't 
bring myself to do it. I know I had to. It it hurts me, but I, I don't know. But he's, <laughs> in, he's in he's in a good spot. He's in a very he's in a better spot than he was last year when we hyped him up. Well, we didn't really hype, but we just yeah, exactly. Well, no, I, I think he's in a worse spot. I thought he was in a better spot well, last year. No Randall Cobb now. Yeah, but I I think we all well I knew I felt <laughs> that Randall Cobb was done. You think those rookie those well, second year guys? You now have to think right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, both you think both of them are just passed up who. Geronimo? Geronimo? No, no, I don't think either of them have passed but him they're yet. they're just there. They're, they're just there. there. And let's be honest, Geronimo hasn't done anything where they absolutely need him to take over. You don't. You haven't seen him. He's not like an amazing elite athlete that's going to do this and that. He's 6'3", 200 pounds. He is good enough, and I really liked him when I saw him. But, you know, you get a year under these young guys' belts, and they should get better. And they're all, they were all thought of as better prospects than him coming out of exactly. college so, too. Exactly. I mean, it's just one of those. And the, I mean, the, who are the, what are the names? Uh, Marcus Valdez Scantling. And St. Brown. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah we won't say his first name. I'm just going to stick with and that. I'm truly, I, they might be better than I think. And that's why I kind of hold back because also who knows, maybe they don't necessarily need, uh, they have a lot of other things they should draft, but they could easily draft someone as well. That is just a, you know, spectacular athlete or something then is a burner and he gets more looks i don't know but yeah i mean right now i think dranimal allison should be up there he's my number two but uh he burned me last year because of the injury so i i'm kind of gun shy so i'm with i went with the wide receiver at number two i went with Deshaun hamilton from the broncos so he's currently the number three so behind uh manuel sanders Cortland sutton and then it's Deshaun. i'm again you are not. You're not doing this. You're actually banking on him cracking the top two? I don't know. I just, I, I just, I'm not you're, the you're, Sanders guy. I was going to say, you hated Sanders. But these last four games last year, I mean, he started, okay, the yardage isn't there necessarily, but the, the targets and the catches were there. He showed he could do something. Seven for 47 in touchdown, seven for 46, six for 40 in touchdown, five for 49. So at least he had nine, 12, nine, and eight targets for those games. So. He had 38 targets the last four games. They used him a little bit. I think there could be something there. And as much Joe Flacco gets a lot of crap, <laughs> he really does. And, you know, a lot of it's for, you know, it's reasonable. It really is. I do think, though, he's, I think Flacco has something. He can throw the ball enough. I, I really do think so. I, he's a weirdo because I don't think he's, he's not a, He's not a, like a good quarterback. <laughs> Joe Flacco elite talk. That just feels so ancient. He never was that. But I think he's good enough to get some. It, 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 this all depends on Emmanuel Sanders, really, to me. If Sanders is, like, done. If he's not quite, you know. How old is Emmanuel Sanders now? He's been injured. He's 32 years old at this point. He's had injuries. Yeah, I mean, he he did well last year, though. I mean, he was the one that I did know, the best on that team. I've, I've been doubting him for how many years now? Yeah, I mean, eventually you will be, you will be correct. I'll be right at some, but just like I've done until Delaney Walker every year, and he got hurt last yeah. year. So well, I no, I don't. I don't necessarily hate the pick though, because I mean, our other list uh, breakouts. I mean, I think Cortland Sutton is ready for a breakout, yep. so I do think Sanders will take a step back. Um, so it's quite possible, and I mean, if they use Hamilton the correct way, you know. Slot wide receivers are becoming, you know, pretty versatile and and used a lot more. So, yeah, it's possible. It is. It's, there's a possibility. But yeah, we'll see. All right. So let's go to number 
one. Number one, this will probably be no surprise, but... And this is probably going to be our overlap. Right. And it's kind of funny because there's not a lot you can point to from last year to nope. make him number one for me. There's not. But I just... talk about the same guy. Yeah, I'm really... I really like James Washington yep. at 54th. Wide receiver ranked. And the guy is, if you watch him, he's a little strange because he's more built like a running back. I feel like I'm saying the same things over and over. Talked about him a lot. Yeah. Because like now. But the, last year too. the big thing with this, he is a, he really is a, a very, he's a good talent. He's got a lot of really good skills. He's a good wide receiver. He dominated in college. And I know that doesn't always translate, but he did very, very well. And I think that just the sheer amount of targets that they have to repurpose in that offense, you have to believe that he is going to get more than enough chances in order to establish himself as the number two across from Juju, who also got an enormous amount of targets. So you have to think that that isn't going to increase for him. It, you know, to the point where it disappears other places. I know I've heard uh, in the tight end that McDonald's didn't get a ton more. I, I, I hear, don't think I, so. I, I, I hear way too much about that. I'm Jesse James is gone. So, okay, he'll soak up his, but there was 168 targets that went to Antonio Brown. Yep. Where are those going to go? You're telling me that you just give him 80, half of those, and he's not he's not a starter? I mean, give me a break. So I think James Washington is the lock and load number one for me. Yeah, he's my number one as well. It just it was pretty clear to me. And funny thing is, I think he was your deep sleeper pick last year. Yeah, yeah. Traquan was mine. So our deep sleeper picks from last year made it to our list this year. So they didn't, yeah. that's a win that they're still – Relevant, possibly. I'll take it. We'll take it. (laughs) I don't see how this doesn't work out with him. Okay, this is what I said about Geronimo Allison a little bit too last year. But this is a guy who Geronimo Allison was never as you know as regarded as Washington. He was a second round draft pick. They didn't just make him a second round draft pick for nothing. And we always had to know he wasn't probably going to do much last year. He had Antonio Brown and Juju Smith Schuster ahead of him. It's just hard to break in. You know, jump up there. I don't see how this doesn't work out. The guy just turned 23 years old yesterday. So he's just 23. That's it. He's young. I really, really think this is going to work out and work out really well. I'm, I'm becoming very confident in this actually, as I just, I don't see how it doesn't work. No. Yeah. I I really do like the guy and, He's talent. He's a talented player. And, and even in- even if say the <laughs> this is completely a probably worthless stat, a worthless piece of information. But even if say the worst happens and something happens to Roethlisberger, right? And they're like, okay, we're mm-hmm. they're going to change up their offense. Guess who the backup quarterback is? It is his quarterback that he had in college, <laughs> yeah, where he was the best wide receiver in college. Yep. So you know, also great. So he has a rapport with the backup already. There's just not a whole lot of things that can hurt this guy besides for injury. And I know people are going to think this offense is going to go down because no Le'Veon Bell, no Antonio Brown. They didn't have Bell last year. Connor was fine. Connor's numbers were very, very comparable. And people don't like people like James Connor and gave him credit, but I don't think people gave him credit for his numbers were very close, weren't they? I mean, yeah. At, even his catching, even his receiving. Right. And at some point, okay. And then everyone said the same thing, right? Antonio Brown is a special talent, which he is. Don't get me but wrong. Don't, Juju's numbers are just right. as good. So all of a sudden, you're, so at some point, you have to ask yourself is it is partially it? Mm-hmm. or a large part the mm-hmm. offense? Mm-hmm. And if it is, what does this make him the next Juju? I mean, was yeah, he, I'll take that all day. Okay. Was he drafted higher than Juju? 
Um, were they both second rounders? I think they were similar, if I'm correct, because Juju was USC, right? Yeah, it was. Um, they were both second rounders. They're both yeah. second round picks. So obviously, and funny thing is, um, James Washington's older than Juju. Yeah, that that's incredible. Yeah, Juju is so young. Juju has all he has. Yeah, he's he was my uh, my my crush for a very long time, but now he's uh, he's arrived. So (laughs) I have to find someone else to uh, to be my sleeper pick. I think James Washington's the easy clear pick, and I think by doing the list now we get to say he's a sleeper. But based on our requirements, he'll probably not be right as this goes on. Right now he's fifty fourth, but I have a feeling he will he will make his way into the top forty for sure. Me, I have to update my rank. I haven't updated my ranks yet in in a while, so he's still. Let me let me update that right now as we're talking, because James Washington was still lower on mine. Um, I had him at sixty three at the time, and so I'm moving him up into the forties for now. I'll do some updating later, but yeah, he's he's he should be up there at that point. Yeah, I can, even even if they drafted someone, I couldn't imagine him not having value. Yeah, I he has to. He, he I think he's he was a second round pick for a reason. I think it's not like he was bad last year. Just didn't he didn't have a shot because of who he was on the team with. Who were the two receivers ahead of him? It was just tough. So, but all right, that's gonna be I think it for sleepers this week. I think we got some good ones on there. So, running backs the one that's tough to find. It just is. So wide receiver, there's always guys. Yeah. That, and, hey, we we had a decent track record last year. Like Chris Godwin was one of ours. I mean, Geronimo was one of ours. We talked up to. It didn't quite happen. Well, but. yeah. A lot of guys that are uh, getting, I don't want to say overhyped, but they're getting a lot of recognition early in the year for you know for not having breakout years quite yet. Yeah. So it's it's very interesting to look at the rankings right now and. Obviously, we do go off of uh, <laughs> fantasy football yeah, yeah. pros, man. Fantasy I, pros. I, 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 so it is. Not, a, we're not in the, in the season yet. Yeah, exactly. But it is a, a kind of a good uh, yeah, I guess tell I'll, because if you go to like ESPN or you go something like that, it, it can, you can go off of one person's and then they can really be biased. James but these Washington, ones at yeah, least. James Washington's going to go off this list. He's yeah, yeah, do without it. a doubt. So, all right, I think that'll do it. We'll talk to you guys next time.